1: We
0: had a race against time starting this podcast because you've given me delicious biscuits. Oh,
1: I know. Sorry, it was my own fault.
0: It's terrible etiquette to eat biscuits during a podcast. That's more of a community access radio sort of thing.
1: And you literally turned to me and you're like, oh, are you good to go? As I literally just shoved a whole biscuit into my mouth. Just like, "Uh (laughs) oh, they're damn good biscuits, though.
0: They are. I'm trying not to eat them.
1: But I am. Oh my god, eat them! Oh my god, they are the best biscuits in the world. Insert your company's biscuit name here <laughs> <laughs> for money. I'm such a whore. Woo. Oh my god, actually, I was just reading online. Um, uh, there was someone just put a post. You know, you just get you're in weird, random groups over the years, and I'm in this weird hospitality page. I mm-hmm. used I used to do like a lot of you know hospitality, just bar gigs. You know. Yeah. Uh, pick up work, pay the bills. Um, so randomly I'm still in this Facebook group and this woman had just advertised that they were seeking people to do lingerie, oh. like, bartending. Yeah. Um, and I was, yeah, sitting there, like, eating my biscuits. And I'm like, oh, how much are they paying per hour? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's
0: such an old-worldy kind of thing.
1: I know. I know. Well, it's... it's <laughs> It's a fly in fly out kind of thing. Um, oh, really? Cuz I want to send you to the remote mining town.
0: That surely there's some insurance problems doing that. Mm-hmm. Let's send a cl- scantily clad woman to a town full of 8000 men who haven't seen a woman in 6
1: months. Um, well, I th- I I think are you saying that you're saying some very terrible things about men? Are you saying that <laughs> men do not have the cap- Capacity of a human being to control themselves. They have no self-control. Maybe they should be regulated.
0: I can't even stop eating these biscuits for a podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And I love it because with the with basically with the wording with the advertisement, they've just put in capitals, must have capital letters. Strong personality.
0: Oh okay.
1: And from someone, can I say, who did actually work as a bartender, although not in lingerie, just as a bartender in a very remote island Mm -hmm. where it's pretty much just a lot of fishermen who just, you know, been at sea for a long time, come back. Yeah, Um, Strong personality (laughs) is recommended. Very good tippers, though. I can imagine, yeah. Mm -hmm. The majority are so polite, much politer than your normal Friday night crowd. I
0: wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah, 100%, 100% cuz I was just like, oh, oh. they're happy to just look at like sit across the bar and just be in the presence of a woman that actually is a woman and is not Gary who's <sighs> just put on a wig cuz he's feeling lonely. Yeah, yeah,
0: Gary's hairy ass is worn out <laughs> its welcome by that point. Yeah, it's
1: just, it's just you're over it by that <laughs> stage.
0: <laughs> you're on the boat, let's watch a film. What do we got? Oh, we've got The Perfect Storm, we've got Jaws. <laughs>
1: Oh George's hairy ass again. Oh uh, uh, god. With J- J- jaws.
0: Jaws. <laughs> I'll pretend I'm on the Indianapolis and wank to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, real, I, we have not covered it. And you know what? I don't think we ever will cover it because the real life story of what actually happened once that boat went down. It's horrific. It's horrific. And you know what the worst? It's not even, if anyone, if you want, if you feel like there's still a bit of hope inside you and you want that to die and you want to be really fucking depressed and just give up on humanity, I would recommend, yeah, reading up about what actually Happened, and it's what the worst thing is. The sharks are nowhere near the worst part of it.
0: No, was it last podcast on the left who did that great episode? I know it was the dollop.
1: Um, oh, I can't. Actually, no, I think it was it, last podcast. I think it was last podcast on the left. Track yeah.
0: it down because that that episode is worth your time.
1: I th- actually, I think it's. I think it's like a two parter. I honestly just lost the will to live yeah. listening to it. Like, legitimately, yeah. it's like it's gets rapey and weird. Yeah. Yeah. It does. While drowning, being eaten by sharks in the middle of the ocean. How <laughs> the fuck does that happen?
0: Why, why does anyone join the Navy?
1: Well, I can give you a list of reasons. Both my
0: parents were in the Navy. I still don't know why people join the Navy.
1: You know, It's because of the village people. In the Navy, <laughs> you can sail the seven seas. They make you want to do everything. I want makes me want to join the Army. makes me want to join the Navy. It makes me... Want to go to the Y? It makes me want to drink a milkshake. Okay, that's the power of the village people, man.
0: <sighs> they do make uh, homosexuality look like a, a very entertaining song and dance number.
1: You're indicating it's not.
0: <laughs> I would say in my experience, but I don't really, I don't really have any. <laughs> all I know is all my gay friends like they they have a bunch of rescue dogs and some out of date home decor, and that's about it. None, oh, of, them, none yeah. of them can dance. They're the worst fucking dancers I know.
1: Oh my god, you need to upgrade your gaze. I do. Upgrade your gaze. Oh my god, you need to get on that first level. I have got some first level tier like yeah. gaze. Oh my lord.
0: I got some bench warmers.
1: Oh, yeah, no you don't want. I them. need to
0: upgrade. Yeah,
1: you need to up-gay. <laughs> oh my god, 100%. They party in a way that no human being can party and i love it
0: that is true a, a very good friend of mine who's getting back into stand up comedy now thank god mm. he's a very very funny man based in melbourne mm. uh, he and i basically came up in the early days together mm-hmm. and i remember he had had a really really bad night to the to the end of the melbourne festival in about
1: 2011 or something
0: like that and
1: probably not the worst <laughs> but you know, Person it's, it's one day, of those Robert. things. Yeah,
0: it's one of those things where you've put in 30, 30 shows. You've lost yeah. a bunch of money. It's been stressful, mm-hmm. and I think he'd also just broken up with his boyfriend.
1: Oh, comedy! It was yeah,
0: such great fun. Anyway, I remember like getting him into a taxi and like giving the taxi driver money and saying, "Don't take him anywhere else. Take him to his house. Uh-huh. This guy needs to be home alone. I'll be there in a little bit. I'm trying to pick up." Cut. <laughs> That's what friends are for.
1: You're such a straight man. Yeah, I know.
0: Anyway, I get back to the house where I'm staying, the house I've sent him to, Uh-huh. because I've failed to
1: pick up, of course. Yeah. Well, obviously. Obviously.
0: <laughs> I get home, and his housemates are like, where's, insert name here? And I said, oh, he should be here. I put him in a cab an hour ago. Like, no. Oh,
1: he's, is he making out with the cab driver? He's
0: disappeared. And we're like, oh, God, we don't know where he is. He's not answering his phone, all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. He goes missing for the next 18 hours. Mm-hmm. We're pretty close to calling the cops, because he yeah. was suicidal. Okay. He,
1: well, he's a comedian, I just assume.
0: <laughs> He finally drags himself, like the cats dragged him in mm-hmm. 18 hours later. He looks like hell. And mm-hmm. we're thinking, oh, God, he, has he had a go at jumping off the Westgate Bridge? Like, what's happened? Mm-hmm. We're like, insert name here. Like, what happened? Where'd you go? And he goes, oh, look, I know you sent me home. But then I got a text message from my friend that he was having an orgy. So I just went and did a whole bunch of drugs and fucked about 18 dudes.
1: And I'm like, righto. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that frown. Upside down.
0: He turned that frown upside down in all the angles possible.
1: <laughs> and then upward yeah. to the side. I
0: did a bunch of MDMA and fucked my way through North Fitzroy. I'm
1: like, okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? You you gotta you got you gotta do you You gotta do you, you gotta and do everyone you. else in the room. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, see, upgrade your gaze. Okay, yeah. this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh my lord. Well, on some uh, on some other exciting news, and I thought this is going to be up your alley because I know that you're all into space and 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 so forth. Yeah, of course. Um, Oh, we're going to
0: be talking about the James Webb Telescope.
1: No. Oh. Oh my god, NASA has just announced their new target for space exploration stick it up your eyes mars now that they found trash on mars no one's interested in mars no. everyone's like mars it's so yesterday nobody gives a shit anybody can go to mars yeah okay so nasa is scrapping i think they're trying to one-up like elon musk and all this because yeah. they're all like we're going to mars so nasa's suddenly like well we didn't want to go to mars anyway because it's shit yeah um nasa has now announced their new target for space exploration do you know where they're going? Uranus? NASA has just announced that Uranus is the new target for space exploration. NASA now has a website encouraging you to explore Uranus. <laughs> uh, you can explore Uranus at solarsystem.nasa.gov forward slash Uranus.
0: It's one small step for a man.
1: Uh, look, some people are very happy that NASA is now talking about Uranus. I, however, suggest a real gentleman does not talk about that at all. Okay. But there you go. That's NASA.
0: It's not even on the table?
1: <laughs> like, no, on the table is fine. Just don't put up a website about it. Oh, my God.
0: It's, it's interesting that they've locked themselves into a space mission that has to happen on the astronaut's birthday.
1: you got to get a lot of things <laughs> to just be in the right angle. I know. It's oh, his birthday.
0: I'm- he did all the laundry. Dinner was made. The kids are with their grandmother. <laughs> it's time to go to your anus.
1: <laughs> Nobody's had any beef stroganoff. Or... Oh, oh imagine
0: Lord. being called Buzz Aldrin.
1: Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, no wants Oh my god! No one wants to be the second man in Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Or, again, there's that weird spot for the third guy that doesn't even get involved, just sits there and watches. Oh, the Ugh. cuck the naught Weird, dude. Weird.
0: Then you're going to have all the conspiracy theorists. They just did it on a film set. Oh, what, was the fake taxi what gave it away?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you can't replicate Uranus, all right? You know Uranus when you see Uranus. Yeah. That is definitely Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. So that, that's all the exciting news I have. There
0: you go. Someone should tell NASA that once you put those pictures on the internet, they are never coming down.
1: Yeah, exactly. They might like to think about where they're going to be 20, 30 years from now. I know,
0: When they want to be a judge.
1: Yeah. When they put in those college enrollment papers. They've got to think about it. Yeah. If they go on a reality dating show, Yeah. your OnlyFans <laughs> comes up. The, the
0: thing I want to know is like, they're always saying, oh, kids, don't take photos of nudes. Uh huh. Because when you go for that college application... Those photos are going to come up. It's like, why are the college administrators searching for child porn?
1: <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah. Bring that up next time in your in your resume.
0: <laughs> now, will you accept me into this Ivy League school that I've called you all pedophiles? <laughs> yes, you're in skull and bones.
1: Oh, my God. My, oh, my God. My, like, all of my social media is, like, a weird cross between either I am absolutely, like, hammered drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Or I am pretending to fuck something with a traffic cone, like yeah. be it a bus, um, a bus stop, yeah. a tree, a car, my <laughs> best friend. Um, or there's pictures of me like in full bloody like zombie. And yeah. I like it authentic. So I've got like my intestines hanging out. Yeah. Um. Or it's just 10 million pictures of my cat sleeping.
0: That's pretty normal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, pfft. Judge away, dickheads.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're still <laughs> into uni, sa.
1: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, whether I put those pictures up or not, I'm still going to do a shit job at work. Yeah. So what does it really matter? So enjoy the pictures. Yeah. None of us want to be here. <laughs> Clearly, I'm just waiting for Friday to get some drinks in. Yeah. I'm working for beer money. You should be happy I have a goal.
0: If you're happy to be at work, reevaluate your
1: life. Yeah, seriously. Ugh. What the fuck? Ugh. My God. I hate those people. Me too. Ugh. You know what? That's so weird because that actually brings us to the topic of this week. Would you believe? Work cucks? Well, about... Look, we're currently in a sea of job resignation. That's what they keep telling us. Everyone is like, get fucked to the man. Everyone is finding, you know, they're in a path. They're making their chili sauce. (laughs) They're making their homemade soaps. They're making a loss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, next year it might be the great reapplying for jobs yeah but at the moment it's the great sea of resignation people finding themselves people asking themselves how would my life be different if i didn't have to make that dreadful slog to the work site each week Ugh. if only if only the two women of our story had joined the great resignation then how different their lives would have been this week, we take a look at how this mother and daughter got abducted up the back alley.
0: Hey! On the way to Uranus.
1: Or back alley business. Hey, hey. Or an unexpected disappearance up the back passage. Okay. What yeah. about
0: close encounters of the birthday kind?
1: <laughs> okay, I like it. Okay, cool. I like it, yep. Now, this story of an encounter it comes from a book called Alien Investigator by Tony Todd.
0: Tony Todd.
1: Oh, sorry, Tony Tony Dodd. Oh, Tony Dodd. Tony Dodd, which is kind of a step down from Tony Todd.
0: I think. It is, yeah. Change it. Your, get yourself a stage name, buddy. Jim Jefferies, Bill Burke, yeah. Tony uh, Todd.
1: Yeah, Tony Dodd. Tony Dodd. Tony Dodd. It's a bit. Lo- it's a bit too close to Tony Dodd.
0: Maybe he was the uh, world famous '80s cricketer Tony Dottermaid and he just shortened it so he could be a UFO investigator. Or no, not. but
1: then that's good. Cool. You're the Doddermaid. You're the Dominator. True. That would have been cooler. That would have been cool. Yeah. Oh, imagine <laughs> if you took your really cool name and just ah. <laughs> oh. oh.
0: Shout out to Tony Doddermaid though. <laughs> Took those,
1: took those three wickets
0: against Pakistan in eighty-seven. That was great.
1: Dotto. That's the problem though. If you have like a really like kick-ass name, yeah. you kind of like you must have that pressure to be like a really cool person. Yeah. Like if you're born, you know, you're like, hey, you're Maverick McSpace Guns. Yeah. Can you be an accountant?
0: Probably not. <laughs> You'd have to be Tony Beans. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! I once... Oh my god! There was a there was a doctor kiss, like near where I used to live, and I was like, oh, "He was name. my doctor." Oh really?
0: He was. He's a great doctor. Did
1: he? Did he? Was he a good kisser?
0: <laughs> no, no. He was. He was really cool. Like he was Estonian or something like that. Okay. Or he might have been Hungarian or one of those.
1: How are you Estonian with the name kiss?
0: It's pronounced kish. Oh no! One
1: saying Dr. that. Doctor Gabor Kish. No one said. that. He was. That. But this is the thing.
0: He was the doctor in the Snowtown movie.
1: Like. Okay, was he actually the doctor or he was playing the role of the doctor?
0: He was playing the role of the doctor in the Snowtown movie because the Snowtown movie used mostly untrained actors, just people from the community. And his doctor's surgery in Henley Beach Mm. had like cool old wood paneling. It looked like a place from Elizabeth Vale.
1: A doctor that's disgruntled and is now a part-time actor—is <laughs> that the kind of medical opinion you should be seeing?
0: I stand by it. He's one of the best GPS I've ever had.
1: Uh huh. Okay.
0: I just stopped going because he was too expensive.
1: Oh well, once he got that Hollywood money, yeah, you know, you got pay the extra fees, yeah. outrageous. Oh lord. Okay, so Tony Dodd, yeah, yeah, um, in his story, so he did a whole lot of um, investigations, obviously about people claiming, yeah uh disappearances and this is the story of carol and helen thomas right although oh this is so frustrating he says that he lets you know that some of the names of people in the book have been changed as some people obviously like didn't want to use their real name for fear of ridicule and everything i can understand but it's annoying because he doesn't say which people have changed their name and which people haven't yeah which i just find frustrating that is odd yeah Because now I'm like, oh, well, do I search for Carol and Ann Thomas, like, on the internet? Do I not? (laughs) Like, it's just, it's very hard and frustrating. Um, It's just like, you will not research anyone in my book. (laughs) Fucker. Anyway. (laughs) But the story takes place on a normal Wednesday morning. Okay. This is normal Wednesday morning. This mother and daughter would be taken by surprise up the back alley. (laughs) And I can't think of one job that's worth that, to be honest.
0: Were these aliens on a footy trip? <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, I'm just saying it now. Don't take anybody up the back passage by surprise. No. Unless they've specifically said, oh, look, I'm going to go around this like in the bedroom and pretend that you're not there. Yeah. And then, then that's fine. But generally, don't take anyone by surprise. No. Everyone should be aware that they are being taken, right, and on board with it. They should be. Okay, it's not just just send an announcement.
0: Consent is important.
1: Consent is consent is the key here. Yes. Okay. Yes it is. So, Wednesday morning, 30th of March, 1988. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love the 80s. Birmingham, England. Oh god. Now look, Birmingham was no rural town with a population of 2.3 million people.
0: It's Birmingham, I wouldn't call them people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if you've seen English, you can use a finger waggle, architecture. Yeah. Basically, it's 2.3 million people just all stacked on top of each other.
0: Yeah, tenement flats, it's fucked.
1: Yeah. Uh, basically, the English housing solution of just putting one housing estate on top of another housing estate on top of another housing estate. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, No, nothing green for a million miles. No. Nah. Helen Thomas carried on the same morning routine as she did every morning five days a week. For what seemed like forever. Yep. Helen walked to her mother's house, which was situated nearby, and the two would then walk along the winding series of back alleys through the estates that led to the mill where they both worked. As did many of the residents nearby. Right. The two women walked the same route they walked ten times every week. But this time they were, working, they were walking on a journey that they had never taken before. Oh, hello. I... This trip to work was a quiet time in the alleyways. No school children, no delivery men to disrupt the gentle quiet of the morning. But not this morning. The two women noticed a constant motorised humming that built in sound all around them.
0: In an industrial city, that's some good hearing.
1: <laughs> I al- And I always, whenever I read these things, I always feel the, the urge, like I've got to write that it's motorised humming. Yeah. Because a lot of people just write it, there was humming all around them. And mm. I'm just like, I just picture like a Welsh choir. <laughs> mm, 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 as they like close in around you. Ah! <laughs> So, motorised humming all around them. Then from nowhere, a bright light, blinding to look at, suddenly turned on above them. It shone on the ground in front of them. Carol describing it as, quote, someone shining a bright torch.
0: Good description there, Carol.
1: (laughs) Really feel it. (laughs) Yeah. This... Is that the right accent for Birmingham?
0: It's fucking Birmingham.
1: Oh, it's Birmingham. Bro. Yes. Like Wingo Star.
0: It'll be like that, Birmingham. Oh. That's where Napalm Death's from.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Fucking Birmingham.
1: Uh well then Carol described it as someone shining a bright torch. <laughs> this torch moved closer towards Carol and Helen. Both women began to feel nauseous and dizzy as the light kept moving closer until it now shone directly above them. Fuck me dead. Then poof. Wow. (laughs) Cabaret, (laughs) cabaret.
0: (laughs) Scene missing, scene missing. Poof. Oh, dear. Carry on up the kyber. Hello. It's... (laughs) <laughs> for our American listeners, we've just used a deeply homophobic 80s slur. We apologise for it, but it was also fucking funny.
1: <laughs> it's also a real word to describe what a genie have been. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Or just a puff of smoke. Poof. Poof.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in the context of something that involves a lot of anal sex... You can see the crossover.
1: The light and the humming is gone. Helen and Carol are disorientated and a little nauseous. Helen feels her leather jacket. It is soaking wet. Oh, dear. But there is no sign of rain and everything around them is bone dry.
0: In Birmingham, I don't believe it.
1: This is the one sunny day.
0: It's the one above-ground sewer in the world.
1: (laughs) Everything is dry, except this weather jacket. Okay, it's very important. This leather jacket is wet. Okay. It's soppy. Bear this in mind for later. Okay. Okay, you need to hold on to this fact. Okay, yep. It's soppy. They still feel disorientated, and they're unsure about what has just happened and where the light went. So more through habit than conscious thought, the two women keep walking and find themselves a few minutes later at the front security gate to the mill. Okay. The security guard tells them that they're late Uh for their shift. Uh (laughs) The women don't understand as they always arrive well before their shift. So they don't understand what's going on. But this is when the security guard informs Carol and Helen that their shift, in fact, began several hours ago. Wow! Where had that time gone? And why couldn't this have happened after they had clocked on for the day? <laughs> so they've just—they've just, they've lost over seven hours. Wow! Of their day, they can't remember it. Literally, there was a light. Ah, oh, poof. Nothing. Yeah. At work.
0: Yeah, they're from Birmingham. They're probably blackout drunks.
1: <laughs> could be why the jacket's wet. Yeah.
0: slipped in a gutter, I did.
1: Yay. The two women walked home and told no one about what had happened. I mean, what could they say? The women had no idea what had just happened. No. So, like most women, they went home, repressed it. <laughs> and then things... <laughs> People on Tinder, go home, repress it. Yeah. And then things started happening to their bodies. Oh, dear. Just like a date on Tinder. (laughs) Random blisters started appearing on the woman's faces and arms. Don't say it before you say it. They both began to suffer nosebleeds, which neither of them had ever suffered before. But even more disturbing was both women begun to experience a strange discharge oh. from their belly buttons.
0: Oh,
1: get your mind out the gutter!
0: All discharges from your belly buttons are
1: strange. Any strange discharge from anywhere <laughs> is strange. Yeah, it doesn't matter where it's plopping out from. It shouldn't be popping out like that. Oh. <sighs> Ugh. Nobody likes a strange discharge. They do not. No. See, if you're having a strange discharge, see a medical yeah. professional. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be like John. Pay the money <laughs> and go get medical treatment. Uh, the two women kept their silence and their discharge oh. for six years. Okay. It's a long time. It is
0: a long time.
1: Until one day, the women reached out to the UFO researcher, Tony Dodd. Okay. As neither Helen nor Carol could remember what had happened in those missing seven hours, Tony suggested the mother and daughter undergo hypnotic regression in separate sessions. They'd they'd, uh, read an article. He had talked about abduction and missing time. So the two women were like, well, we've got seven hours and a leaky belly button. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened to us. Again, could just be Tinder. But this was before Tinder, so must be aliens. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The mother, Carol, said under regression that it was if the light had swallowed them up inside on that day. The next thing she remembers is being in a white room. Huh? With a, it's not much. Is a white room.
0: <laughs> it's better than ours. Ours are all kind of egg coloured. Yeah, <laughs> like knew it was strange.
1: Up. Oh, you it was posh. She had a white room. <laughs> oh my bloody eighteen hundred kids! I can't have a white room. It'd be filthy in a minute.
0: <laughs>
1: Why I noticed it. So she was in the white room. With a window that ran around the entire room. Carol said she was laying on a table and her daughter, Helen, laying on another table beside her. Carol remembers her legs laying underneath a, quote, wet netted cloth. So it's like, you know how sometimes you put a bit of water like on your tomatoes to like, yeah. keep them fresh? Yeah, that's that would be my first thought. Oh. Like, oh no, they're gonna like whip me up like a tofu scramble. <laughs> they're trying to drain the moisture out of it. No me.
0: one uses people from Birmingham for fresh produce. <laughs> no one.
1: <laughs> who do you think would be the freshest people on earth to eat? Uh, Pol- if you were a human eating,
0: Poli- probably a Polynesian islander, Ooh. Somebody who lives on fish and coconuts.
1: Oh, fish
0: okay. tubers and coconuts. I reckon.
1: Okay. Oh, well, see, a lot of people in like. Diets have been ruined by like Western diet. Oh my god, Fiji apparently they've had to sh- they've had to shut all the McDonald's. They've run out of McDonald patties. Really? Yeah, I just read that like on the thing the other day. There I you like, go. Yeah, no,
0: I, I would think a Polynesian islander would probably because they're big, they're healthy and strong, good diets, mm. and you know mm-hmm. they look delicious.
1: Mm, mm, that buttery smooth skin. Yeah. Mm, nice. And
0: you know. They, they ate Captain Cook, so maybe they know what they're on about.
1: <laughs> they know how to prepare it well. They do. Yeah, okay, there we go. Uh, oh, just a side note, let us know who you, who you would eat. Who do you think would be the tastiest looking people on it?
0: A- Speaking of cannibalism, did yeah. you see that Army Hamer has turned up again? He's destitute and selling timeshares in the Bahamas.
1: Oh, okay, I, I saw an article about that, but he literally, like, his whole family are oil billionaires. There's oh, no way he's, he's destitute. He's been, quote,
0: unquote, um, cut off from the family fortune, which, of course, he hasn't.
1: No, but no. But, and like, he's living in the Bahamas. Yeah. I mean, call that destitute. Depends which bit. Wait, living in the backseat of your Subaru in a supermarket car park, that's destitute. Living in a Bahamas island selling timeshare is not destitute.
0: No, he's probably doing quite well. Yeah. He's probably sitting there thinking, oh, geez, these islanders look pretty delicious.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, that's why he moved. He moved to the most delicious people on earth.
0: <laughs> they got all those jerk spices.
1: Oh, my God. You bastard. Oh, my God. I actually I went and watched that. You know, you, you told me last time when we did the we did the episode on Army Hammer. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. <laughs> Trigger warning, though. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. If if you're triggered by cannibalism, um, and things, yeah, maybe not. Um, I watched the Man from Uncle.
0: It's good, isn't it?
1: Um, look, it's I didn't even notice him when Henry Cavill was. Oh, of course not. Yeah. Oh. Oh.
0: He'd leave you with a wet leather jacket. Oh,
1: my God. He would, sir. Oh, my Lord. That's how he got like, they're like, oh, you're the most successful spy. He doesn't even need to do any spy shit. He would just show up and women would be like, you want my secrets?
0: <laughs> they're here. They're in my dress. <laughs> they're
1: in my panties. <laughs>
0: You'd have to lick a layer of chocolate off them first. <laughs>
1: Oh no! You've caught me. Is it now time for the cavity search, Mr. <laughs> Cavill? Oh my lord! I'm. T- there is not a national secret. I would not just spill for yeah. that man.
0: You'd be spilling more than secrets. Oh, there'd be strange discharges.
1: Oh. Lord, I would contribute to the oceans rising. <laughs> oh my lord, such an attractive man.
0: He's a good looking feeler.
1: Oh, isn't he? Yeah. Oh my god. And he's a complete nerd. On a side note. Yeah. It just makes him more attractive. It does. Yeah. And he has a service dog.
0: <laughs> I'm not i I'm not gay, but I'd uh, let him explore my Uranus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, no, we've said this before. There are certain people where it's not it's not gay to be like, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that's just every human being is just like, Wah! Yeah. Some people just have that effect on everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's just Henry Cavill.
0: (laughs) There's some merch.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord. So here are the ladies popped up on the table with their moist towelettes on top of them. (laughs) The alien-looking creatures surrounded the table. The creatures were not tall in her description.
0: Could be the Welsh. (laughs)
1: But they had disproportionately large heads with large eyes.
0: Still could be the Welsh.
1: (laughs) They had long arms and only three long fingers on each hand. I always find it a bit pervy when people are like, oh, they're three long fingers (laughs) on their little hands. I am just watching them, pervert. You were thinking of dicks. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she was thinking.
0: All these aliens would be shit guitarists. (laughs)
1: Oh my god, maybe. Well, it's good to know that, you know, if the edge ever dies, we <laughs> can just step in. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, Lord. So, three fingers on each hand, shit guitarists, and their bodies were off white in colour. Ah. I don't like. I don't. I. Oh, I don't know. Let's say when you go to the store and there's like 1,800 different types of white. White is fucking white. But yeah. you've got vanilla white, off-white, cream cupcake whites, cloud white. This fucking woman knows them all, apparently. Yeah. Every shade.
0: They were South African farmer white.
1: Oh, my Lord. So their bodies were off-white in colour. I guess they didn't want to clash with the walls. <laughs> um, <but laughs> and their skin was, quote... Wet and wrinkled. Oh. oh Think of those three long fingers oh. coming at you now. Oh. Pre wet and wrinkled. Oh. La, la, la,
0: la, la. They're not in an alien spaceship. They've passed out in a little chef on the fucking highway. And they're being <laughs> tried someone's trying to revive them. There's an old maid out of the kitchen. Oh
1: you wake up, love <laughs> well, just put put a savoy huh? in her throat. Wave it under her nose. It'll wake her up. Uh, the uh the mother noticed that. They looked frail. Aww. Why didn't need- you ninja kick them then? They need a Test good meal. the theory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they looked hungry. They kept licking their lips. <laughs> oh, my God. Which I don't understand. If these are short, little, frail aliens, yeah. just, start, just, just start with the one, two. Uppercut, uppercut, left, right, kick them in the nuts.
0: They don't have spaceman nuts.
1: Fight your way out. Bow, bow, bow. With these old, frail, wet, sloppy-looking things. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. It makes me... How do you not even try to punch one? It's
0: Birmingham. Surely they tried to punch one.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Fucking nut in barrel. You're from Birmingham. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All I can imagine they're so small is because the Birmingham, like other Birmingham people just literally just punched them downwards. (laughs) So they folded in. Oh, Lord. So they're off-white and they're frail. The creatures... So picture this. I want you to be able to get a mental picture of this with a little short, frail-looking off-white yeah. men with their wet, wrinkly hands. The creatures pressed their hands against Carol's body. <laughs> their hands were wet <sighs> and cold. <sighs> at least warm them up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give a a... <gasps> Be a gentleman about it. The creature seemed particularly focused on. What body part do you think?
0: The feet.
1: Belly button. Getting in there. there, Poke poke. For fuck's sake. Carol says that the creatures pushed a glass tube into her belly button, but for some reason, Carol experienced no pain. Although no, <laughs> although no words were spoken, Carol says she knew that the creatures had, quote, taken eggs from me.
0: Oh. That's rude. What are they, building an idiot? <laughs>
1: Wet, slimy idiot. Oh. Like, just, that's just rude. Like, you can't just, like, just take someone's eggs. No. That's rude, man. I just imagined there was just one little alien standing next to him with, like, a carton. <laughs> just, like, popping them in.
0: What do we work with working class Birmingham eggs?
1: <laughs> and there's a guy behind him just, like, with a bowl and a whisk. Oh. <laughs> Well, We thought they were going to eat them a minute ago. This probably comes a, as a relief. Probably. Yeah. After this, after they had taken her eggs, yeah. one of the creatures indicated towards a large screen on one of the walls. Okay. Then the screen displayed a series of unrecognisable symbols.
0: Of course it did. So,
1: but I imagine it's like when people go on holiday and they just say English, but they say it really slowly and yell it. This was the alien equivalent. VACTA <laughs> Dorney.
0: Just screaming at him,
1: I want chips, not paella. <laughs> So it displayed a series of unrecognisable symbols that showed what appeared to be footage of war and conflict. Oh, of course. You know.
0: Of course they did. Day of the Earth stood till every time.
1: Yeah. But again, out of context. Like, yeah. And they just said that it showed war and conflict. I'm not sure if that's saying like war and conflict on Earth or war and conflict of the aliens. That's, you need to specify that. Very much. And as a sci-fi fan, I would have been so excited if it was an alien conflict. Oh, fuck yeah. I would have been like, anyone going to brew some popcorn?
0: Like, <laughs> Show me your World War III. Yeah.
1: Woo! Shit's getting real. Then Carol noticed another being in the oh, room. Oh, hello. But this one was different to the rest. Bit
0: more attractive, was he?
1: Oh, what do you know? Uh-huh. Tom's a bit more Carol's type. Oh, hello. This being was taller than the others. Carol believed that this creature was male.
0: The Dirk Diggler amongst them.
1: (laughs) No words had to be spoken. Carol knows a man, a big tall man when she sees one.
0: Oh, he's got his own chips.
1: (laughs) He had long blonde hair and blue eyes. Hello. Hello. You don't see
0: that in Birmingham very often.
1: (laughs) This being wore a suit, silver in colour.
0: Which is Bowie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, they're pissed in the pub listening to, like, Space Oddity. Oh, my God, what the fuck? Oh. the silver suit
0: had a she, one of them's passed out on their back. She's got a straw in her belly button.
1: <laughs> Someone drinks like tequila shot out of it.
0: Someone's just hitting her with the bar cloth. Oh, wake up, love, you gotta go work.
1: That's why she's so wet. Yeah. Bar floor.
0: <laughs> Along comes fucking some local Bowie impersonator.
1: <laughs> I know how to revive her. <laughs>
0: There's a oh. star man waiting for you to fall asleep.
1: <laughs> i was gonna say he was just gonna blow some like air out of her airlock. Oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yuck.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. It's weak. If you get me jacked up on biscuits, this is what you get. <laughs> so, on the silver suit was a badge on its chest. Okay. It's very Star Trek. Yep. This badge was blue and contained a circle, a triangle, and two wavy lines.
0: The Deathly Hallows. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the daughter Helen would undergo her regression separately. And in hers, Helen told roughly the same story as her mother's. Except for one key difference. Mm-hmm. Go on. Mm-hmm. Helen said that one of the beings took a, shall we say, real particular interest in her leather jacket.
0: Oh, No.
1: The being clawed at the material. Mm-hmm. And then, through this whole process, the creature began rubbing the jacket all over its face. Oh. Having a little... Oh,
0: God. What is this? Blue velvet?
1: <laughs> Heineken! Basically, he, he was motorboating the jacket. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Just getting in there. And as the creatures were wet, it made her jacket wet. Oh And it was still wet. He got it so wet it was still wet when they were set back down on earth again. <laughs> Are we a hundred percent sure that this was just a handling wetness? Yeah. I'm not I'm not convinced.
0: All the other aliens are just like, it always goes to shit when Gary comes along.
1: Yeah, then there's just Gary just in the corner. which is Oh, God. for fuck's sake. Just, oh.
0: Why do we bring him? His dad's
1: got all the money. Yeah, exactly. He this thing. God damn it. Pivot. Oh, my God. It's literally the army hammer of space. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Lord. <laughs> so yeah, so the rest were doing scientific study while he just gets off on her.
0: While well, he used her fight club jacket as a cum sock.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then so got it all wet and then put it back down on her. Put it so put her back in it when it's all soppy, and then set them back down on earth again. <laughs> he
0: didn't stop until he saw the thing that said dry clean only. Oh
1: fuck. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, the being did not react this way to any other items of clothing in her presence. <clears throat> Just because you didn't see it doesn't mean. Yep. You know. <laughs> uh huh. Now, the weird thing is, not 80 miles south of their abduction, yes. a husband and wife claim that they too were abducted by short little beings in little silver suits who would show them footage of explosions and war. The husband and wife later also developed blisters like the mother and daughter. Could this be the same beings? It's just 80 miles. It's not that far.
0: It's not that far. Were their jackets molested?
1: The husband and wife said the creatures were looking for a new planet to live as theirs had been destroyed.
0: Of course it had.
1: It's literally us when we show up on Uranus. Yeah. Oh, I broke mine.
0: We're here to destroy Uranus. <laughs> Don't oversell yourself.
1: <laughs> we will destroy it like we destroyed it.
0: It's usually the loudest talkers that are the worst performers. <laughs> You didn't destroy my anus. Now you just fucking barely tickled it.
1: Yeah, you're gonna ba- you're gonna jerk off into my leather jacket. It's all <laughs> gonna be over before I can even get anything else off. Oh, oh I'm done. Thank you. It's twenty dollars for an Uber.
0: <laughs> fucking intergalactic incels.
1: It's <laughs> all fucking with a Fucking jacket. <laughs> oh, I'm my- a nice
0: alien. I treat you right. <laughs> I'll fuck your jacket.
1: <laughs> like a gentleman. <laughs>
0: Sure, go after all those beefcake aliens with their dry skin and muscles.
1: <laughs> and they're all like, "Oh, look at me. I'm in the intergalactic space club. Whatever. But if
0: you want a real alien that's going to worship you like a queen and fuck your jacket, good. Choose <laughs> Glaxorg.
1: Why does anyone ever call me back? Uh, the husband and wife said the creatures were looking for a new planet. Theirs had been destroyed. The question is... Are they already living among us? So to the people of Birmingham and everyone else out there, if you have encountered a toil a tall blond man, a tall blonde haired blue-eyed man who has a thing for rubbing his body on leather, leaving you wet I was gonna say call the authorities, but I think actually we're good. I think we're good. <laughs>
0: I've got a theory about what really happened.
1: Oh, hello. Yes. So, okay. this is
0: Birmingham, late 1980s. Mm-hmm. This is the epicenter of mm-hmm. the emergence of British rave culture. Uh huh. So, doof music, uh-huh. quality MDMA, mm-hmm. skinny fucking white pallid guys,
1: mm-hmm.
0: lots of people sweating, mm-hmm. lots of people rubbing up against each other. Mm-hmm. They have just dropped an E. They've mm-hmm. gone to see Guru Josh playing in an abandoned warehouse. Instead of going to work, they've had some pasty white fucking pommy cunts rubbing up against them, and it's all just in their cooked little brains.
1: Oh, who's the blonde-haired Spiceman? Is it the DJ? It's
0: probably the DJ. It's probably Liam Howlett from The Fucking Prodigy.
1: <laughs> okay, that I can see, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that I can see. Um,
0: <laughs> they showed footage of explosions. It was just the light show.
1: Just the light show going off. Yeah. Well, see, I don't picture, like, this, like, mother and daughter from Birmingham. Maybe they accidentally just, like, oh, oh my son's left his aspirin out.
0: <laughs> it seems to work. He's always dancing after he takes it.
1: Yeah, woo! I mean, is there a lot of, like, MDA use from, like, mill workers in Birmingham? I dare say there was. Yeah, okay, well, makes sense.
0: I mean, what else are you going to do?
1: Um, Believe that there's, like, tall, blonde, good-looking spacemen who want to, like, rub up against you.
0: Anything to get out of that existence, I say.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know what? You know what? So you know what? Even if you don't make a lot of money um, making your cat-themed soap, you know what? Fuck it. Go for it. It's better than slaving away nine to five and being abducted by motorboating incels. (laughs) <laughs> when you put it like that, yeah, I'm ready to quit. That's it. Quitting. <laughs> oh,
0: the laptop is closed. <laughs> the laptop of justice.
1: <laughs> Resignation
0: End. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. They've uh, they've somehow ended up at a rave, an mm. early rave. So they've been listening to Two Unlimited, and you know. Mm. They've had to uh,
1: look at you trying to like remember like rave bands of the eighties. Like <laughs> Well oh, without
0: saying like Chemical Brothers and Prodigy, because yeah. they were pretty much I think it was it. like yeah, like Guru Josh and those guys, I think were around
1: there. Mm. There was that guy who did the remake of the Kate Bush song. Utah Saints. <laughs> Utah Saints. So basically just took someone else's song, but basically just screamed, Utah Saints! Utah Saints So just screamed your own name all the way through it. That does not make a song composition.
0: How good would that show have been though? high-quality MDMA. (laughs) It would have been great. (laughs) All all my friends of my generation are like, oh, man, I wish I could have been in Seattle. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. If I I could have been anywhere at that time, it would have either been New York for the hip-hop or it would have Mm. been Birmingham for the rave culture.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice. You know what? If we do have any, I don't know, vampires, otherworldly creatures who have lived through all of these decades, you know, reach out. Let us know which one was best. What did you prefer? Yeah. The people of which decade tasted better. That's what I'd like to know. That's what I'd like to know as well. Oh, like in the 1800s, you're like, oh, everyone was free range, but they didn't bathe.
0: And they didn't eat well. Yeah. They had no idea about nutrition.
1: Mm, I think they'd be scrawny and grisly. Yeah. I think we're better today. And we're perfumed. Yeah. Mm.
0: I think just after the emergence of industrialised farming, but just before the arrival of pesticides and processed food. So 1950s and 60s, I reckon.
1: Oh, you get a choice cut.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People are well fed. Mm. They're healthy. They're all
1: you know organic.
0: Yeah, they're all smoking though. And they all drank.
1: Oh, I like a bit of smoky flavour. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Would it give it
1: that like nice hickory smoke? Guess it depends what the smoke is. Have smoking. you ever
0: dated someone who smoked?
1: Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, we tried it. Yeah. Okay. It's not good. Oh and you know, and can we can we welcome Army Hammer, who has I think <laughs> now <laughs> just become our number one listener? <laughs> welcome on board, you sick prick. <laughs>
0: Sell those timeshares, buddy.
1: <laughs> so, And can somebody honestly please do a head count of that island and all visitors and just make sure everybody that comes on the island is leaving the island in one piece <laughs> and not leaving via a sewage system? All right.
0: There's a lot of leg shaped parcels going out of this town now.
1: <laughs> well, I don't want to end up as like a. Like a twenty-gallon shit by army hammer in the Bahamas. To be fair, he didn't
0: ever kill and eat anyone.
1: Nobody talked about it. He talked about it,
0: but who hasn't talked some game?
1: He bit that woman. He
0: did. Yeah, look so allegedly. The, so the sexual allegedly. assault stuff is sounds like it's very real, mm-hmm. but he never ate anyone that we know of. Well, that we know of. No.
1: He's a billionaire. I've seen those movies. Billionaires yeah. with their billionaire games. Yeah, yeah, we've all seen them. What's that? What's that Van Dam movie? Hard Target. I think so. Triple denim, the mullet, that one. Yeah, New Orleans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, hard target.
1: Yeah, they based on the story of Army Hammer, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, <sighs> allegedly. But yeah, that, that's what, the, later on. Uh, we'll look at the husband and wife who claim to have been uh, abducted. But that's a that's a story for another day.
0: That is a story for another day. And we're going to be doing a trial live show soon. Oh,
1: oh, yeah. Just <laughs> I just
0: sprung this on you. I've been emailing venues. <laughs>
1: It's just the nerves. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, woo!
0: So if you're in Adelaide in South Australia, it'll be free trial shows. Woo! Now you're nervously eating.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna just <laughs> gonna start eating biscuits. Oh my god. Um, yeah, woo. Oh you know, if you're from Interstate, come. Yeah. Um if you wanna give us a million dollars, um I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. If if you want to sponsor us by sending us a free caseload of gym beams. Mr. Beam?
0: I'm sober.
1: It's not all about you. (sighs) You can have these biscuits.
0: Sounds good. Say your fucking catchphrase.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what? You are not a mothman. Uh, uh,
0: There is a string of very disappointed women emotionally who will disagree with you.
1: (laughs) Because real mothmen eat the carpet.
0: Get those titties out for freedom. (laughs)